everybody. This is Brother Lee Whaley here at Crusader for Christ Podcast Hour. Hey, it's good to be with you. I'm sorry that I've neglected to do my podcast like I normally did, but we've been involved with some things. And of course, you know, we've got uh, my back surgery and all that, and it's coming along great. I feel good. Uh, I'm walking with the net. I'm doing things like that. So um, be praying for me, but I'm doing great with my back and everything else. It's just a great feeling to, <laughs> not to hurt back there. Anyway, it's good to see you and good to talk to you. Of course, if you look at my board right behind me, you know what I'm going to be talking about tonight. But I want to say this before I talk about those scriptures back there. This November, I will be saved. November 9, 1975, I was born again, saved by the grace of God, washed in His blood, sanctified by the Spirit, justified also by the Spirit of God, and put into the family of God. The greatest day of my life, there's no question about it, was the day that I got saved. And, of course, the second greatest day is uh, when I met Annette, my wife, and then you know, I, I got to be careful about what I say second thing, but it is. And uh, and then my life has been just wonderful and great. And uh, we're going on our, I don't know, I got kids in the 40s, so I don't know. You figure it out. But anyway, what I want to say is uh, I was thinking about this today. I've got I've got books. I've got all kinds of books. I've got books on Genesis. I've got books on all the whole Bible. I've got commentaries. I've got dictionaries. I've got... All kinds of books on everything about the Bible, uh, stories of D.L. Moody and Charles Spurgeon and, and uh, Billy Sunday, and I've read those books, and these great men of God that went out preaching uh, and things like that. And they're all good to read, and they're good to study, and John Burns, uh, I mean, just great people, men of God, Spirozotiates on, on all that. But there's only one book. There's only one book that I've really just put my heart into. And I know that you know that I know that you know that. But you know what it is? It's right here. The Holy Bible. The Word of God. Oh, it, it's the most precious. To me, the, there's nothing any more precious than the Bible. And I've, I'm not bragging. I just got several Bibles. But anyway, this particular Bible here, my first cousin, Judy Warmack, sent it to me the other day. And it's, I think it's my my grandfather's or my great grandfather's Bible. It even had a um, it even had a newspaper article in it about uh, my uh, is my grandfather's cousin or my grandfather. I don't know how he's related to him, but he's it, uh, it it's about a football le- a legend, Lamar Wheat. He was a captain on the Georgia Tech football team. And also a national championship, I believe. But nonetheless, in this Bible. But the Bible, when we talk about the Bible, the Word of God, you either believe all of it or you can't believe any of it. See, so many Christians want to pick and choose what they believe. You know, they don't want to believe that part that says, you know, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. Hey, you know, they, they kind of don't want to get into that area, but they like the part that says, we'll, the Lord will bless you and the Lord's going to bless you and, and the blessings that God, do, and he does. There's so many places through the Bible talk about the blessings of the Lord. But ladies and gentlemen, there's something you've got to understand. 
the Bible is absolutely 100% correct. It's 100% right. It's the inerrant, infallible, inspired word of the living God. It's the revelation of God. It was given by revelation. It was received through what? Inspiration by the Holy Spirit. And we get to do what? We get to give illumination. So you got revelation, inspiration, illumination. And those three go together. It was revelated by God through the angels and God wrote the Bible. It was inspired by the Holy Spirit. And then as we read it, John 14, 26 says, God will teach us the word. I know there's, listen, I've sit under some great teachers. I have. I mean, I'm talking about uh, Elmer Towns and uh, Harold Wilmington and and uh, Dr. Macmillan and, and these others. I mean, there's just several other great teachers. And they all helped. And they all really helped. Some of you older guys understand those those teachers. Uh, Dr. Heinsohn up in, in Liberty. I mean, these guys are just tremendous teachers. But the greatest teacher that I've ever had, the greatest teacher I've ever had, right here, and it's the Holy Spirit. He shows you and teaches you things that man can't teach you. I've read through the Bible, and I'm not bragging. I don't even know how many times. I, I don't know. I, but I've read through it several times. And as you read through the Bible, there's always so much more. It's, it's like a never-ending revelation of God. You cannot know it all. So I just really wanted to brag on God tonight. I want to praise Him tonight and thank Him for getting me through all, these, through all this turmoil that I've been through and car wrecks and motorcycle wrecks and cancer and staph infections and all these things. And to be able to still sit here, back surgery here just a couple of weeks ago, well, it's been six. Anyway, and what a, what a wonderful God we serve. And the more that I serve God, the more that I talk to God, the more that I see His hand in my life, the more real it, it just gets real. It, it gets so real. It's like if you were to take a balloon and start filling it full of water. Some of you guys, I don't know if you've ever had water. Uh, everybody, I, I guess, has had a water balloon fight right you start filling that balloon up and you fill it up and it gets it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you and you keep filling up and you get to that one spot that you just feel like you've got to stop because if you don't it's going to bust well sometimes if you when you study the bible the holy spirit starts filling you up and starts filling you up and and it gets better and better and you start start welling up and and i think sometimes it just you got to stop because you could just bust. And so, and if you Bible study, your guys out there that loves to read and study the Bible, you know exactly what I'm talking about. But now I want to talk to you about something very serious. Now I keep, I keep touching this and this thing bounces, so i got to quit doing that. Um, I, 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 I told you last year, and you know, I'm, I'm not a predictor. I'm not. I'm not telling you that tomorrow Jesus come back because I don't know. I don't know the day. I don't know the hour. I don't know when Jesus is coming back. But I do know what the Bible says. I do know exactly what the Bible says. And um, when when we read these scriptures right here, um, and you open your Bible, and you know in your heart that it's the Word of God, I mean, 
listen, people lie to you. I mean, we've got we've got politicians that constantly lie to us. We've got people that constantly lie to you. You can't really, it seems like you just can't trust anybody anymore as far as that stuff goes. I mean, they're all, it's all, it's all lies. They're trying to, God, God, the God of this world, Satan, is trying to do everything in his power to divide us as a people. We are no longer a Christian nation. You say, well, that's, no, no. If we were, you would not have abortion. If we were a Christian nation, you would not have abortion. If we were a Christian nation, you wouldn't have homosexuals marrying each other. Now listen, we're not to, all I'm trying to say, these sins are destroying our country. If we were, if we were a Christian nation, we'd still be teaching the Bible in our schools. But we have been able, but we have as a church has, has bought into the big lie and we've laid back. We've just kind of went along with things. And it's time to get over that and time to get back to what the Bible says. But I really want to talk to you tonight. That won't cost you anything going off on that tangent. But I want to talk to you for just a few minutes about these two scriptures right here. In the book of John, Jesus tells his disciples, starting in verse 14, and I'm just going to quote as best as I can, but you can read it. I'll get it pretty close. Jesus says, not, not, not to let your heart be troubled. He says, because if you believe in God, believe also in me. He says, because in my Father's house, there's many mansions, and I'm going to go prepare a place for you. And if I go to prepare a place for you, you, if you're a Christian, he's talking to you. I will come again. I will come again. I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there you may be also. Well, you know about Thomas. He said, Lord, we, we don't know where you're going. How, we, how do we know the way? And then that beautiful verse in John 14, 6, Jesus said, I am the way. I am the truth. And I am the life. No man comes unto the Father but by me. I, I want to tell you tonight, as much as I can with my heart, the days are closing in. I listen to David Jeremiah and I listen to these other preachers and, and everybody seems to be preaching about the second coming. The rapture. Now you now you post if you're a post millennial today, I feel real sorry for you. I'm millennials and maybe have a little little room to stand on, but a post millennial, man, you can forget it. And I'd go into all that, but I don't want to. You look it up for yourself. The time is drawn nigh. Jesus said, I'm going, I'm coming back again. And if you remember last uh, summer, not this summer, but it's been, it seemed, man, it's already been a year ago. It's hard to believe. God laid it on my heart to, 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 to say that over and over again. I'm coming soon. And you say, well, it's been a year. And I mean, we're talking a year is a second to God. I mean, a year is not even a boop on a screen. But, but what I'm trying to say is God is sending the message right now. Number one, look at what's going on in the world. Number one, number one. Look what's going on in the world. Nation against nation and, and families against families and all these famines and pestilence and, and all these earthquakes in diverse places. It's happening everywhere. I, heard, I know the skeptics say it's been going on forever and all that. I understand. You know, blah, blah, blah. If you're, I'm not really talking to you skeptics. I'm talking to people that are believers of, of Christ. 
And this is my message. John 14 says, Jesus said, I am coming back. 1 Thessalonians, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 Thessalonians 14. Actually, every, every chapter in 1 and 2 Thessalonians talks about the second coming of Christ. Paul, Paul is trying to get it across, right? So today the message is the same. Jesus is coming soon. Revelation chapter 4, verse number 1. Now John is on the island of Patmos, this stony little island out in the Mediterranean Sea. I mean, he's on this, he's out there in the exile. They put him out there to die. They bowled him in oil and he didn't die. God had, had more to do for him. But man, the, the Word of God, John, chapter, John sees this vision. And I, I want to read it right out of the Bible here. Look at this Bible. Isn't it cool? I mean, this is just such a cool Bible. It's old and wrecked like me. Uh, I'm, in, I'm in chapter 6. It's always good to get in the right chapter. Oh, here it is. Chapter 4. After this, John says, after this, after what? After the church age is over. That's what he's talking about. The first three chapters is talking about, remember what he said, the things that are the things that were and things that are to come. The first first three chapters of the Revelation is talking about the church age and the foundation of this book, the Revelation. He that reads and all that. Anyway, so now things are changing. After this, I looked and beheld a door was opened in heaven and I heard the voice of, it says, I heard the voice of him as a trumpet talking with me. Remember, the trumpets of sound, which said, come up hither and I will show you the things which must be hereafter. Folks, the church age is about over. I mean, it's coming to an end. Now, you pastors that's got the big churches and all that, Kevin Williams and all these uh, bigger churches, I mean, what a wonderful job these guys are doing. They really are. Todd Wright over there at Midway and um, and Kevin's doing it and, and the Beulah looks like it's starting to come back around. Praise the Lord. Uh, Wayne Bray up in uh, Simpsonville. I mean, these, these are big churches, and they're, they're, people are being saved. But, but, but that does not take the burden off us as, as God's children. We still need to get the message out. Jesus is coming back. He is. And he's going to come in the moment in the twinkling of an eye, one fiftieth thousandth of a second, something like that. Quicker than you can blink. He's not talking about blinking. You know, this is blinking. Blah, 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 blah. He's talking about the time it takes light to reflect off our eye. It's like one five thousandth of a second. That's when he's going to come. Listen, I love you guys and I appreciate you, but I want you to understand it's time to start praying, start speaking, start witnessing to the lost and the dying world because Jesus is coming soon. Say that with me. Say it with me. Jesus is coming soon. That feels good, don't it? Or are you not even looking for him? Some of you say, I just, I'm just not ready to go. I'm just not ready to go to heaven yet. Well, what, I mean, is this earth your home? Let's see, where does it say that? At? It's in the Bible. This world is not my home. I'm just passing through. Isn't that what he says? Amen. Well, listen, I love you folks, and it's good to talk to you. I hope you've enjoyed this little speech of a speech. And uh, I'm looking so forward to spending a lot of time in heaven with you. But until we get there... Let's keep praying for the lost in a dying world, our government, our leaders. The Bible says we're to pray for them as God's children. All right, y'all. I love you. Get ready. Jesus is coming soon. Have a great day, and we'll see you soon.